0: Hello everybody. Happy Friday. I would like to first start by saying that I am still recovering from bronchitis, which would be why I sound like a man right now. So, I don't typically sound this scratchy when I talk. Um, If you guys follow me at all on Facebook or Instagram, you probably know that I always did a blog um, called Hollywood... trying to think now if I should go into that story for the ones of you who may not have heard it. Um, so I will. I started a blog four or five years ago and I named it Hollywood really, um, as a tribute to the, to the mean softball mom that named me that. (laughs) Mean girls do exist even when you get older. Um, I am not one to wear, like, shorts and flip-flops and a ponytail. That's just not my style. I am much more like a dress and heels, a dress and sandals. That's just my jam. It has always been that way. Um, I don't know why. I just feel more comfortable. I don't get why people say that they're not comfortable in a dress. Like, it's basically a gown. Like, (laughs) I mean, you basically are allowed to wear your PJs in public. Like, it's a gown, dude. Like, it's more comfortable for me. So, that's what I wear I like makeup. I like the hair. I like the nails. I like it all. Okay. That's just how I am. But anyway, um, when I would go to my daughter's ball games, I was coming from work. So, like, what would I be dressed in other than a dress, honestly? Um, so, but apparently, they had a problem with the fact that I wore dresses and heels and all that to the ballpark. I guess they thought I should have changed before I came. But anyway, um, they, I didn't know anything about softball and I know if one particular person is listening to this right now, she's going to get a kick out of it when I go into what I thought something meant. Um, I just would sit in the stands and clap. You know, that's what you do. You support your kid. She was five. She didn't know. All she knew is whether or not I was there and clapping. I just kind of followed what everybody else did. I clapped when they clapped. I, you know, cheered when they cheered. I I said what they said. I didn't know what any of it meant. I mean, I was a cheerleader, okay? Um, I had spirit, but I didn't didn't play softball. I didn't know the rules. So I just kind of did whatever they did. And (laughs) do y'all want to hear? Oh, funny. This is the part that they, and this this lady still mentions this to me to this day. um, Y'all know what I thought choke up meant? I promise to you. "I thought choke up meant like get it together. Like let's get let's get our heads in the game, get it together. You're doing pitiful. I didn't know that it meant move your hands up on the bat because like if you if that's what you meant, why wouldn't you just say move your hands up? So my daughter when she was she was coming into the dugout to get her glove to go out in the field and I was like, "Come on, choke up." I mean, this is ridiculous and everybody over there" just died laughing. I mean, it was, you know, if I was trying to look like that I didn't fit in and then I didn't know what I was talking about, I mean, I made an A plus that day. I mean, so they've laughed about it ever since, but I don't care. I still say it to them, even at home. I still like my meaning better than theirs. I think choke up should mean get it together. But anyways, back to the whole Hollywood thing. My daughter, she got a good hit, but it was a foul ball, which I didn't know. Okay. I didn't know. It looked like a good hit to me. I was yelling and screaming and jumping. And this little lady, the not so nice mom turns around and she's like, why are you clapping? That's a foul ball. And then, and then she said something. I don't know something about, we don't clap for that around here. Hollywood. I can't remember her exact words. And I was like, Hollywood. And then that's when she, you know, proceeded to tell me basically because I was wearing a dress and heels and makeup that I looked like I was going to Hollywood, not the ballpark. Um And I just kind of laughed it off, and they kind of laughed off. And, you know, they may have been joking, whatever. Hurt my feelings a little bit, but then I thought, well, you know what? kind of like that name. I'll just stick with it. So, you know, even now, sometimes still when I go to ball games and stuff, somebody will holler out Hollywood, and it embarrasses my kids. But, you know, whatever, I just wave and carry on. I have learned a little bit more. Um, about sports since (laughs) then, just from watching, but um, you know, I still get a good laugh at all that. I mean, who cares? She was five, okay? I was just clapping for it. it didn't matter. Um, I've learned and that's how all that kind of got started and so when I decided to blog and tell that story, I just thought, I'm just gonna call my blog Hollywood, why not? Um, And then I just told a few more stories and funny stories mostly of things that had happened, Um, I don't know, just because I like to make people laugh. I mean, life is tough and um, challenging, and if you can share something that brightens somebody's day or makes them laugh, why would you not do that? So that's kind of how my blog got started, Um, and I hate to even call it a blog because blogs are so fancy now, and they have all these things, and that's definitely not what mine were. They were just basically stories that I posted, and I didn't even have a home computer at the time. I just did it all through my phone. So when you read those blogs, please try to appreciate that, that all that was typed from my phone. So I worked pretty hard at it. And then, <clears throat> you know, as the years went on, I, um, went through some difficult things. Um, two of the most challenging and difficult being, you know, a divorce and then the, my father passing away. And so I think my stories changed somewhat at that point. Um, because and, and that was tough for me because writing was very therapeutic. And I, like I said, I wanted to help people if I could. But people were used to like my funny stories. Like they just expected me to be funny. Like they didn't want to hear um, the sad, sappy stuff. And I wasn't trying to depress people. But when you are going through something like that, the one and only thing that I think helps you is knowing that you're not alone. Knowing that there are other people that have gone through that same exact thing that feel the same exact way that you feel right now. And that they came out on the other side and that that it is tough, but that you will be okay. And so I wanted to share that. I didn't want to hide when I was going through my divorce because it's a small town. It's tiny. People are going to talk. They're going to say whatever they want to say. They're going to, you know, blame the woman, blame the man, blame both. Um, What talk about you talk about your kids. It's terrible and it's awful. And I didn't feel like hiding it. Like I just wanted to be like, this is what is going on in my life. It is terrible. It is awful. Please give me some grace and some peace and let me work through it. And it helped me. And I still, to this day, go back and look at some of the messages that were sent to me during that time of just words of encouragement. And then just of people telling me they're so thankful for what I said and that I will never know how much it helped them. And that is why I do what I do. Um, a hundred percent like that. That's why I do what I do. Um, I don't care about the negative comments. I don't care about the rolling of the eyes or the people that are like, who does she think she is? I don't care. Like, because the people that need to hear it matter more to me than those negative people. And that's just how I feel about it. Um, same thing with the passing away of my dad. Um, a divorce and losing a parent will rock your world more than anything else on this planet. And those two things happened to me within six months. It was awful. There were days I didn't want to get out of the bed. I blogged about it all. If you want to go back and read it, you can. Um, I don't really want to go through all that again, but I just want to be sure that everybody understands why I do what I do and why I podcast. Like, it's like, oh, you so fancy. No, I'm not so fancy. Um, The thing of it is, is I have four children, okay, and it's summertime and they're home and I do not have time to sit here on my phone and type up all these blogs and stuff. I mean, I just don't. I want to go and do and have fun with them and do the things they enjoy and I don't want to take out an hour or two of of the day to come back here and type stuff up. And I know a lot of people do the videos and they do the stories. And quite honestly, if I was looking my best right now, that might be what I do. You know, (laughs) you let me lose 20 pounds and get my lips on and I may start doing videos instead of podcasts. But I mean, currently I'm literally in my jammies with a bun tail. And if you don't know what a bun tail is, it's that thing where it can't decide if it wants to be a ponytail or a bun. It's a bun tail. Um, so not getting on and doing a video like that, um... But I just would absolutely love to hear from you all um, what you would like the podcast, which you're kind of going to take the place of my blog for now, to be about. I mean, I love listening to them. I love watching people's stories, all those types of things. I Just for me, what I like to hear about, um, if people are on like a weight loss journey and they have found a certain you know, diet plan that works for them, or they're doing a certain exercise that's yielding results. I like to hear those things. I like to hear about recipes. Um, I like to hear about their beauty products that they're using and, and finding success with, or even things down to just like sunburn remedies, which I will share with y'all in just a little bit, because we went to the lake all weekend for Memorial Day and I got roasted. Um, <clears throat> but I love just real life information like that. You know, or even just like, hey, if you shop at this store on this day, you get a discount. Like, I love those just little tidbits of information that are helpful in the daily life of people. You know, like any time that I can make a good meal or save some money or whatever, I'm all for it. Um, or, you know, even still, if if you want to hear about some deeper things, um, more about, you know, going through a divorce or losing a parent or, you know, my most recent, um, struggle, which would be that, um, the elimination of my position at work, which I still struggle with just mainly because I love those people and I miss them. Um, that has been a struggle and trying to decide what I want to do next. Um, has been a real struggle and, and to push through that and remain positive and to not get down and out on yourself and think, you know, how can I be almost 40 and I'm going through this? Like, you know, it's, it's a lot and it has really, um, affected me more than I thought it would and caused me to do a lot of like deep thinking about what I really want to do and what I don't want to do. And, um, all those kinds of things. Or, you know, like I said, we can talk about something like, uh, remodeling and redoing your house. Um, since I've been home, I've watched a lot of HGTV, a lot of Chip and Joe. Okay. Um, it makes you feel like you can do anything to which I just started doing stuff one day. Didn't even tell my husband, just started scraping popcorn ceilings, literally didn't tell him. Um, I was using a little bottle that we used to wet my son's hair, and I was using my Pampered Chef tiny little uh, (laughs) spatula. I did not have the proper tools whatsoever. I just started doing it, Um, but I'm glad because there's just something to be said about accomplishing something that you didn't think you could do Um, because, like I said, if you know me, people call me Hollywood. I wear the dress. I wear the heels. I wear the makeup. I am not one to, like, get like my hands dirty, I guess. I'm not one that's going to scrape a popcorn ceiling or wear safety goggles or a mask or paint or I've never done any of that. And I have done all of that since I have been home. Um, and it has just been so cool to see what you can do when you put your mind to something. And that's just what I wanted to do because, um, I don't know how many of you, um, know about, I hate to just, I feel like I'm rambling, but Hey, you got to learn about me somehow. Right? So we sold, um, the house that we had together probably about a year ago because my husband wasn't crazy about living in a subdivision. He wanted land, he wanted animals. And I was all for that. You know, I'm like, okay, whatever. So we sold our home, um, a little bit quicker than we thought we would and ended up moving into the house that I grew up in because my mother wasn't living here. She had moved in with my grandmother to take care of her. Um, cause she has Alzheimer's. Well, anyway, so it was kind of perfect. We didn't have to rent anywhere. We could just stay here. The house was way too small for us. We were just crammed in here like sardines, but you know, what's the craziest thing and that I will always be so thankful for is I was dreading it. I was like, Oh my God, we're going to be on top of each other. It's going to be terrible, but it hasn't been, they have loved it. I just feel like our family is closer living here, and maybe it's because they don't have a choice and there's not that much space, but I just feel like we as a family have grown closer, eaten more meals together, done more things together, played more games together, been outside more together. Um, She has about seven acres here, so we've been able to have up you know, the pitching net and the volleyball net and the basketball gold and the golf cart and all the things, and uh, it's been really great. And... Uh, We, you know, continued our search for land or for a home with zero luck. I mean, there is just nothing. The market's crazy. There's nothing out there large enough for our family with land unless we wanted to spend like a million dollars. You know what I mean? So that was just not going to happen. I didn't want to be house poor. We like to go and do and we travel a lot and go a lot on a lot of little weekend trips and stuff and I just didn't want to invest so much money in a house that we wouldn't be able to do those things. Um, So that's kind of why it took us so long to find something. And then, of course, we were blessed with the fact that I no longer have a job. So that has kind of dampened everything. But that kind of just, I think that was the last thing that helped me decide really what we needed to do. And so we did go ahead and decide to purchase this house, the house that I grew up in, which is, you know, it's really a blessing. Because I have so many memories here, especially of my dad and all the things that we um, did outside and I can walk through every room and know what color it used to be and how it used to look and it's just um, You know that song the house that built me like that's what this house is I mean, and it, it's so cool that we're gonna get to live here and make our own memories here but we have slowly been starting to work on it and Remodel it a little bit. i um, just so it feels like ours and it doesn't feel like somebody else's we're not doing major major work Uh, on the inside just because we're obviously gonna have to do an addition and add-on so that we have enough space and most of our money will be going there. So I can't just like gut the whole thing and start over or I probably would. Um, So we're doing simple little makeovers, you know, with trim and paint and furniture and, you know, just tweaking little things that make a big difference. And that is just something I've learned from listening to podcasts and um, watching blogs and videos, all those things you can totally transform the way a room looks without spending a million dollars. Like you don't have to spend that much money. And I guess that's just something I didn't realize before I was participating in that. So those are tips and things that I could share. Um, if anybody is interested in those kinds of things. So anyways, I would love, love, love to hear from you all. You can, um, private message me, on Facebook or if you have my number you can just text me and just let me know the things that you would like to hear about if you want to hear the funny stories if you want to hear you know more about how'd you get through the divorce how'd you get through your dad passing away what you're doing to remodel what is um the sunburn remedy Ooh, let me tell you and it it's not really anything that special or like Because it's not really a remedy but let me tell you what I was straight roasted after this weekend um I had not probably been outside in a bathing suit soaking up the sun since we went to the beach last year so I probably shouldn't be surprised how badly I roasted but anyway I had on sunscreen too before anybody starts telling me all that I did have on sunscreen I did reapply it several times I think I just didn't have a high enough number like I should have been sitting out there in SPF 50 and I just wasn't. So I was roasted like clothes were painful, sleeping was painful. And so I just Googled a bunch of different things. And let me tell you the one thing that really, really helped the most was apple cider vinegar. And let me just prepare you if you have never used it, have never smelled it get ready to smell like a sweaty gym sock because that is exactly what it smells like it stinks so badly like nobody will even care that you're burnt because they're not going to come close enough to you to even see the burn because you stink so bad okay so do this when you're at home and not around anybody i put mine in a spray bottle and i just would spray myself and wrap up in my robe and sit down in a chair for 30 minutes go back spray myself again Now, it did not magically turn me brown in 30 minutes. It's not gonna do that. What it did for me was alleviate the sting and the burn because it was horrific. Like, I couldn't stand anything. And I was like, my child has a ball game tonight. I gotta get dressed. Like, what am I gonna do? And so I did that every 30 minutes to every hour, just sprayed down in it and wrapped up in my robe. And then, of course, I showered before we went to the ball game so I wouldn't smell like a sweaty gym sock. But it removed the sting and the burn for me so that I could get dressed and carry on and then the other thing that I used let me find it so I can tell you what it's called um, when we were at the beach last year we found this and it's just aloe it's just aloe freeze gel but it's the brand I think and the fact that it has the lidocaine in it it's just better to me than any other aloe gel with lidocaine that I have ever used it is um, Australian gold exotic blend aloe freeze gel with lidocaine it's blue Um, we had bought it at the beach used up every bit of it because of course everybody got burned at the beach it was everybody's favorite I have been looking for it since we came back cannot find it anywhere any place so I finally just got online and ordered it and we ordered like a bunch (laughs) so that I can have it Um, and again it's the Australian gold it's aloe freeze gel it's burn and pain relief it does have lidocaine and it's blue and between the apple cider vinegar and that stuff i'm in business like it took about three days no peeling no anything it has it has turned from bright red to tan um but anyway just wanted to share that with you because i told you i would at the beginning but message me text me whatever the things that you would like to hear about. And let me know for you, for me, podcasts are easier to do like six. I don't have to sit down and type, but I want to hear from you all. Like if podcasts are easier for you, as far as like, listen to that or like, Hey, podcasts are harder for me because my kids are yakking and I can't hear. It's easier for me. If you write it down, I would love to hear all those things. So just, um, message me and let me know and y'all have a blessed day.